This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Dennis Connor coming to you uh, courtesy of Specialty Produce Network and their great podcast booth. I very much appreciate the chance to share some thoughts with you. Still today with the America's Cup theme, I thought with a week to go before the America's Cup, I would uh, share some thoughts with you that uh, you can think about. The first thing that comes to mind is the uh, drama of with a week to go, who's going to win this? And what will happen after after they uh, do win, what will they decide? We haven't uh, seen much of Larry Elson on the scene. We've seen Torben Tornquist out there on the boats and, of course, Ben Ainsley front and center for the BAR. But uh, it seems uh, kind of strange that we haven't seen Larry or his boat. And so I'm wondering if uh, Oracle does prevail in uh, defense and is the defender of the cup, how uh, – Larry will be involved, and how much enthusiasm will he have for the upcoming events? Because that will determine the future of the America's Cup. We saw how this time he uh, decided to race at catamarans and made a big impact worldwide with these catamarans, and certainly uh, in San Francisco and Bermuda. So, where is uh, Larry, and w- will he be back? And then, of course, the next big thing is what about Russell? He's obviously, uh, other than the money and the overall strategy, he's the brains of the outfit. He organized all of Bermuda, the uh, Bermuda Event Authority, the the business side of things. He he really is the America's Cup uh, here in uh, 2017. And and I know that he has uh, made a lot of money. God bless him. And uh, being involved with the America's Cup. And and, uh, this time, I'm I'm pretty certain that he's going to get a a good cut of uh, of the, any profits there because he, he really did the work and he uh, decided the budget uh, and has been very, very frugal in his America's Cup uh, presentation from Bermuda. So that will be inter- very interesting. And, of course, if uh, Team New Zealand is uh, able to beat Oracle in the uh, – they still have a long way to go. But if they were able to beat Oracle – in the finals, I'm wondering uh, what kind of boats they'd race and when. But it's, uh, I think there's a lot of us in the yachting world that were hoping that the Kiwis would choose to go back to a monohull and have more traditional racing, much like we had in Spain. It was uh, a great sailing. So, so much for that uh, big, big picture drama. What about uh, where do we stand today? Well, we know that we have a uh, finals of the Challengers round between Team New Zealand and Sweden. We've seen the demise of uh, Japan and the, and the French. They've, uh, they've gone bye-bye. So 
in, another thing that's interesting, I think, is that with uh, Japan getting eliminated and Russell having the foresight to um, basically take Japan under his wing for the uh, America's Cup effort here, he bought the loyalty or, or developed the loyalty of uh, Team uh, Japan, Team SoftBank, and Dean Barker. And why this is really important is that with them uh, having very similar both speed and, and racing against each other so much, and they're in the same shed, same compound, and a lot of the same uh, technology, uh, we have now uh, see Dean Barker out to, uh, racing on the course, practicing starts with the uh, defender. So you got the challenger, a, a key challenger, out racing the defender, tuning the uh, defender up out on the race course every day, which uh, just unheard of and just unthinkable to think that the challengers would uh, turn around and uh, uh, bite themselves by having one of their members defect and, and help the defender. So I think that, that that's interesting. The next thing that uh, we've seen here is that as the boats raced in the round robin and in the semifinals, all watching each other carefully, We've seen the boats uh, come closer and closer together in technique and speed. Any any boat can win, is capable of winning out here, if especially if the uh, other boat makes a small mistake. So we we've seen the uh, Kiwis with the to me they've they've had the biggest incredible performance of all. We we saw them uh, come up with the idea of the. Pedal power. We know that legs are stronger than arms. They they took the gamble to make this work, and it certainly uh, paid off in a number of ways. One way is that the uh, hands of one of the pedal power, uh, the, the the power guys producing the hydraulic pressure, the hands are free, and so they have one of the uh, grinders actually controlling the angle of the foils. So. I think that's one of the secrets why the Kiwis have been so good on their tacks and jibes. There hasn't been basically one of the, say, 20 races where the Kiwis haven't had a gain at some point with a good tack or jibe. And I think it's because the the foils are being controlled during the actual tack and jibe by one of the grinders, where on the other boats, the helmsmen are, are trying to uh, control the angle of the foils on their steering wheel. So that was a, that was a big... Uh, uh, breakthrough and they, they it took some real husband uh, to uh, rely on these grinders uh, with the legs instead of the traditional power from the arms and shoulders. So that was uh, uh, good on them. And then to me, the most incredible thing I've seen was when they had a problem with their wing. With an hour and a half to go before the start, they sailed back to their compound. They took their wing out and put in their uh, second wing. When they weren't counting on this, put it all together, got the electronics hooked up, got it all together, and uh, went out and uh, uh, had a very good day uh, until the uh, turn turtle, which was spectacular in itself. And then to think that their boat is upside down, full of water, the top of the mass is uh, shredded, and they have to race tomorrow. They came back in. Pulled an all-nighter, every person in the compound working hard. They got the boat together, and uh, they were ready to race the next day. Fortunately for them, the, the, it was too much wind, and they didn't have to race, but they got it all together, 
and uh, went on to dispatch uh, Ben Amesley and Ben Amesley Racing in the Challengers uh, semifinals. I'm sure that uh, Ben Amesley very disappointed after a $100 million effort and $40 million compound in Portsmouth, and that he, he was really counting on winning after knowing everything there was to know about the Oracle boat. Don't forget he sailed on that in the last cup, so he knew everything they had going on, able to bring that to his own effort in Great Britain. So he was off to a flying start, and with the financial support of uh, Land Rover and several large uh, commercial efforts in England and several Americans. There's a lot of Americans that didn't really like what happened in San Francisco that uh, changed from supporting Larry to uh, uh, BAR. So he had a broad base of support, including the royal family. And they were, they were I can tell you, they were quite cocky and showed up in full force at the Royal Bermuda Yacht Club, and they were counting on uh, Ben winning this uh, event. So... I'm sure they're disappointed, but I understand that uh, Land Rover has committed to do this again. So Ben will undoubtedly uh, be back. I'm, you know, this is good money for a guy running the campaign at this level, so he's not going to pass that up, and he'll be back for another effort. Okay, so now what about uh, the Challengers uh, finals? Team New Zealand. As I just mentioned, beat BAR in, in a tough series. The uh, Swedes came from well behind to uh, beat the Japanese in a very, very tight series. And so they're the, these two protagonists, the, the Swedes and uh, Team New Zealand, are all set to go in the uh, Challengers finals. And gosh, these uh, anything could happen here. The Swedes are fast, but they make a lot of mistakes. Team New Zealand, uh, strong and uh, with, with good speed uh, and light air and, and strong winds. It can be a very interesting series. So that's my update here uh, with a week to go for the upcoming uh, races. Uh, don't forget the America's Cup starting uh, Saturday week. And they'll uh, have two races Saturday, two races Sunday, and then take a week off. In the meantime, they'll have plenty of activities in Bermuda with the J-Boats and the uh, kids racing in the uh, Red Bull events. So a lot going on in Bermuda. I'm sure they're a little disappointed with the weather. Half the time it's been raining, and it has been warm. The water's beautiful, but the weather hasn't been that nice. It's It's been more English weather uh, than uh, weather from uh, sunny San Diego. Okay, so I'll be back to you shortly with an update on the Challengers final round. It should be very, very tight, very interesting, exciting. And uh, in a couple of days, by Monday afternoon, we're going to know the official challenger for the America's Cup against Team Oracle and the Defender. And uh, we're all sitting on the edge of our chairs waiting to uh, see what will happen because the winner will determine the future of the America's Cup. So hope you're enjoying these podcasts. Thanks to my producer, And remember, if it's all about food, it's specialty produce. Thank you very much.